Chatters, chatties, welcome home for a Great American Chat, a podcast where we chat about great American media. I'm Chad Maurice, and I've got my Harvest Homecoming hoodie on, because today we are chatting about a Harvest Homecoming, the movie that premiered this past weekend. But before we get into that, oh, wait a minute, someone's popping up in the chat already. Let's see who's here. Hey, Nina's here. Hey, Nina, how you doing? Nina's over in Europe somewhere, right, Nina? Glad that you're here. All right, so before we get in the movie, let's chat about some great American Christmas news. <laughs> oh, Nina says, I told you, she, she told me she was going to be here. Oh, ah, that's where she's from. Okay. Slovenia? Is that the way they pronounce that? All right. So some great American Christmas news. Danica McKellar posted a video on the Great American Community app uh, talking about her Christmas movie. It was a royal Christmas movie uh, where she was going to be dancing, doing a Walter, royal Christmas ball, I think was the name of the movie originally, something like that. But apparently that movie has been put on hold. They stopped the production of it. And so she's going to be doing a different movie. And I'm going to play the video here so we can, you can hear what she had to say. So I wanted to talk to you about my Christmas movie this year that'll be airing Christmas season 2023. So I was originally going to be doing a movie called Royal Christmas Ball. This is a movie that I wrote the story for and it involves a couple different like elaborate waltz routines and I am very excited about it. It's an awesome story that I just have loved helping to develop for a while now, actually quite a while. Well, I finished doing Swing Into Romance, which is my fall time movie, my autumn harvest movie. And I'm really, that, talk about dance. Like that one has a ton of dance in it and it's swing, jive, like really energetic. Super excited about that. And waltz movies, like these big dance movies, they take a lot more preparation. So we ran out of time. So uh, there's another Christmas movie, it's awesome. And uh, we're going into prep for that now. I just wanted you guys to know about this because just because you're like got the inside track being on Great American Community, that Royal Christmas Ball will not be my movie this year for Christmas, probably next year for Christmas. So we have more time to actually do it right because we could have rushed it, but nobody wanted to do that. You know, I want a chance to like really rehearse the dances. I guess it's good to, you know, split up the dance movies. So I have one awesome dance movie this year and then I can do another one next year. <laughs> I guess that whatever the point is it wasn't meant to be there's another plan and sometimes you got to roll with it and it's gonna be awesome I love this new script I'm already working on it we're getting ready to shoot pretty soon and uh, I couldn't be more thrilled so I can't wait to share this one with you guys and Royal Christmas Ball probably next year yeah you know what I agree with her I think it's best not to have back-to-back -back dancing movies because her movie that airs tomorrow night she's going to be dancing in it so I think it's a good idea to split them up and save her next dancing movie for next year, next Christmas. Some other news, uh, the Great American Christmas Schedule. We have to chat about that. Now, originally, the Christmas movies were going to begin airing on October 20th. But this morning, I checked uh, the Great American Family website on the, the schedule, and I also checked the Friendly TV schedule. And on the schedules, 
They have the movies beginning to air next Friday, October 13th at 6 a.m. Eastern. So it looks like, to me, they're ditching the last autumn movie that they were going to air, Mystery by the Book, and start the Christmas movies. Now, I don't know for sure if this is what's happening, because I have no affiliation with the network at all. I have no connections there. But it's on their website. <laughs> we still have no schedule with air dates for the Christmas movies when each movie is going to air. But according to the friendly TV schedule, the Destined at Christmas sequel is going to be airing next Saturday, October 14th at 8 o'clock Eastern. And this kind of messes up my schedule a little bit because I was planning on doing a Great American Autumn recap episode and I was going to do three Great American Christmas preview episodes. But I can't do those, I can't schedule those preview episodes until I have air dates when I know when I know the movies are going to air. But I have a feeling that the first Christmas preview episode I'm going to do, I have a feeling it's going to, I'm going to be doing it after the first movie airs. But what can you do? <laughs> All right, let's get into a Harvest Homecoming. This movie premiered last weekend, September 30th, stars Trevor Donovan and Jessica Lowndes. As directed by Don McCutcheon, written by Riley Weston, the synopsis says, Teacher Drew Clark accepts a temporary substitute job in his hometown of Chestnut Hollow, Texas, where he meets Aiden, the new kid at school, desperate for a caring friend. While he would rather have taken a job elsewhere... Drew reconsiders Chestnut Hollow when he meets Laney, the new manager of his, of his parents' apple orchard and cider mill business, and more importantly, Aiden's mom. Oh, and you know what? This is appropriate to chat about this movie. Well, actually, I should have chatted about this movie yesterday, because yeah, I heard yesterday was World Teacher's Day, and this movie is about a teacher. All right, here is our people of Chestnut Hollow, Texas. We have Drew Clark. He's a school teacher who is moving back home temporarily for a substitute teaching job. We have Lainey. She's a city girl, just moved to Chestnut Hollow. Della is Drew's sister. And this part, this part of Della, was originally supposed to be played by Riley Weston, the writer of the film. But because the movie was filmed up in Canada, apparently they couldn't get Riley up there in Canada for some reason. So they hired a Canadian actress. Susan is Drew's mom. Barry is Drew's dad. Gramps is Drew's grandfather. Aiden is Lainey's son. Jason is Drew's childhood friend and vice principal of the school. Jen is a college friend of Lainey's. And Miss Francine is a woman that Gramps likes. And Gramps doesn't just like her. He likes her, likes her. All right, the movie opens up with some overhead shots of some farms with some awesome fall foliage. I love this. we got to take some time and just enjoy these pictures right here. Take these pics in. Awesome colors right here. I think that autumn is the prettiest time of the year, in my opinion. 
We see the handsome Drew Clark reluctantly arriving at his family's mill and apple orchard. He goes inside and meets his parents, Barry and Susan, who are happy to see him. Now his parents in this movie, they are super cute. I really enjoyed them. The family sits down for a meal and we meet Gramps and Della. Gramps is single and looking for love. He has a thing for Miss Francine, although she doesn't know it yet. Someone's cell phone notifications goes off, and Barry looks at Drew and Della, and they're like, hey, it's not my phone. Then we see Gramps at the end of the table with his phone, and he's like, I don't want to send a heart emoji. Gramps gets more, Gramps gets more notifications than I do. <laughs> And look at this dining room table. Holy decorations, Batman. It looks like David S. Pumpkins threw up in there. And you know what? I don't mind one bit. Oh, wait. What's going on in the chat here? Oh, Amanda's here. Hey, Amanda. What's Amanda saying? The movie was so beautifully scenic. Yeah, it was. Yep. Had good photography, good, good cinematography. All right, Sister Della have a talk after dinner. We find out Drew is back home for a couple weeks to substitute teach and hopefully run into his ex, Rachel. He wants to know what happened with Della's job. She says, it didn't make me happy, but what, make, what made me happy was taking over your room and moving all of your stuff to the guest bedroom. Then we see Drew's Parents in the kitchen, and look at decorations. Whew, I think they emptied out the holiday decoration section of Target in order to make this movie. <laughs> I think the production crew went into Target and said, we want five of everything, and give us all the leaf garland you have. <laughs> and you know what? I want this kitchen. I love it. Susan asks Barry, are we horrible parents because both our kids are grown and are back home? He says, don't worry about it. They're just figuring out their life. Why is there a lot of leaves? <laughs> uh, Nina's saying, why is there a lot of leaves? Yeah, there are a lot of leaves. You're right. They went crazy with the set decorations. <laughs> uh, Nina told me earlier that, that she hasn't seen the movie yet, so... We see Drew in the guest room getting ready to unpack. Now, some people said online that it was ridiculous uh, having his bedroom decorated. But you know what? He's staying in the guest bedroom of his parents' house. So his mother is the one who decorated the room. And I decorate my bedroom for Halloween and Christmas. So <laughs> I found nothing wrong with the decorations in his bedroom. He sees his old guitar and puts it away in the cabinet. Hmm, I wonder why he doesn't play anymore. Hmm. Then he finds some old pictures of him and Rachel, and he thinks about what could have been.
<laughs> oh, old Tiffany. Anybody remember Tiffany? She was the mall queen back in the late 80s. Oh, what's Amanda saying here? Now, wait, hold on. I got to see what I got to see what Amanda's saying in the chat. There are a lot of decorations, but honestly, I didn't really pay much attention to it during the movie because I was focused on the characters and the story. Okay. What else is she saying? It made sense to me that the orchard's owner school and Laney would want things to be festive for different reasons. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Oh, wait. Hey, Riley Weston's here, the writer of the movie. Hey, Riley. I'm on calls, but I'm listening in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, Amanda remembers Tiffany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drew's parents got a loan from the bank to expand their orchard. Drew overhears them talking about it. He asks, what are you two talking about? His mother says that we are trying a thing. He offers to help them with their business before his teaching job begins. And then we meet Laney. <laughs> oh, wait, people are saying hi to Riley. Oh, Nina's saying hi to Riley. We got Amanda saying hi to Riley. All right, so then we meet Lainey. She's unpacking in the house, just moved into, and talk her to her, talking to her friend Jen. She thanks Jen for finding her this house and getting her a job interview at Clark's Mill and Orchard. She has a box on the kitchen counter labeled Kitchen, and she is unpacking her kitchen products. And all her autumn decorations are already up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she unpacked her autumn decorations and decorated her house before unpacking her kitchen supplies. Lainey is my kind of woman. I like that. <laughs> Another thing I like about Lainey is, <laughs> O'Reilly says that. <laughs> Another thing I like about Lainey is, she moved from the big city to Chestnut Hollow, Texas for a job interview, and she doesn't know if she's going to get the job. That is confidence right there. She is a positive person. I like her thinking. <laughs> now, actually, when I saw this scene Saturday night watching the movie live, I just assumed that Jen decorated the house before Lainey got there because I thought there's no way that Lainey could have decorated the house. Oh, wait, the man to stay in the chat. Oh, wait, let's see. Amanda's saying she could have packed the fall thing separately in the car. Oh, to make the house homey. Good idea. I'm not that organized, but <laughs> go her. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. O'Reilly's saying hi to everybody. All right, let's get on here. Oh, then we get our meet cute. We see Lainey on her job interview at Clark's Orchard. Drew is walking around eavesdropping on her interview with apple cider donut on his face. Lainey is giving Drew's mother, wait, Lainey is giving Drew's mother, yeah, ideas about what they could do at the orchard. Lainey suggests hay rides, crafts day, nature walks, haystacks, corn stalks, and a petting zoo. Drew is not liking any of her ideas, and he's mocking her from behind her back. He can't help but butt in 
And Laney is like, excuse me, who are you? And what do you do around here? All right, all right, then we get some funny lines when Drew says, I'm not actually on the payroll, unless you count my allowance when I was a kid. <laughs> Laney says, that's nice, Drew. Can I continue with my interview now? So I think this was the first eavesdropping meat cute that I've seen. So it was funny. It was cute. I liked it. There's a lot of decorations. Oh, Nina says there, there are a lot of decorations. Yeah, there, Nina, Nina, there are. Lainey goes to leave, and Drew is spying on her through um, the window from inside the house. Gramps comes up and scares the you-know-what out of him and says, what are you doing? Gramps looks out the window and sees Lainey and says, oh, she's a cutie. Did you get her number? Drew says, she is not my type at all. Gramps says, well, then, did you give her my number? <laughs> no, he didn't say that, but he should have. He says, what are you doing spying on her if you don't like her? Then Drew's mother comes up and says, we need to talk about what just happened out there. Then they have some funny lines here. Drew says, before you say anything, I'm sorry. And his mother says, for which part? There were so many unforgettable moments. <laughs> I like this woman playing Susan. I think she, she does a really good job in this scene. She says, you want to talk about how you made a fool out of yourself in front of an attractive woman? She says, you need to get out there. You need to date and meet people. Drew says, don't worry about me. I'm fine. Then she says, oh, by the way, we hired Laney to market and manage this place. And Drew is just thrilled about that. Drew is leaving for his first day of school. Della gives him some apples to share with the other teachers and to let people know about the grand reopening of the orchard. The grand reopening, even though, well, now wait a minute, even though she doesn't know it is going to be called a grand reopening yet because Lainey doesn't give that idea to the family until later in the movie. But I'll talk more about that later. Then she gets on his case about embarrassing himself in front of Lainey yesterday. At school, Drew is introduced to a new student named Aiden when Aiden is waiting for his mother to pick him up after school. His mother arrives, and to Drew's embarrassment, it is Lainey. Drew says to her, can we forget about yesterday? They reintroduce themselves. Drew offers to drive Aiden to the orchard after school so she wouldn't have to pick him up, but she refuses his offer. We see Lainey in her kitchen, surrounded by more decorations. <laughs> the leaves keep multiplying. <laughs> They're like gremlins. <laughs> She's talking to her friend Jen and telling her about her first day at work and Aiden's first day at school. She tells her Aiden's teacher is that annoying Drew Clark, who I met, who she met during the, her job interview. Next day, Lainey is at the orchard talking to Susan. Susan wants to know about the ideas Lainey has. Lainey says, instead of a seasonal opening, why don't we advertise it as a grand reopening and call it Harvest Homecoming? Okay, now if you remember a few scenes back when Della was giving those apples to Drew and she said, tell people about, tell people about the grand reopening. Now at that point in the movie, it was just their seasonal opening, so because this scene hadn't occurred yet, so Lainey hadn't given the idea of the grand reopening to Susan yet. So I think the script coordinator kind of messed up on that one. 
But you know what? These All these movies are filmed out of order, all these scenes. So I'm guessing they probably filmed this scene before they filmed the scene with Della and Drew, is what I'm guessing. But it was no big deal. Oh, Aiden is at school, waiting for his mother to pick him up. Drew teaches Aiden to fish on the back of his pickup truck in the school parking lot. All right, now right here, this was my favorite part of the movie. This friendship between Aiden and Drew. I love this. In my opinion, this is where the movie shines. Seeing Drew's character become like a father figure to Aiden and friend. I think we need more teachers like Drew. Laney shows up and asks him why he has fishing poles in the back of his truck. He says you can't take, or he says you can take the boy out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the boy. Plus, you never know when you're going to come across a lake that needs fishing. She says my city girl equivalent to that quote would be, you never know when you're going to walk past a store that needs shopping. All right, so this back and forth banner reminded me of this. He's a little bit country, and she's a little bit rock and roll. I'm a little bit country, and I'm a little bit rock and roll. I'm a little bit of Memphis and Nashville, with a little bit of Motown in my soul. I don't know if it's good or bad, but I know I love it so. I'm a little bit country, and I'm a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> All right, who remembers Donnie and Marie? Man, I'm embarrassed to say, but I remember when they were that young. <laughs> Laney asked Drew uh, for Drew's phone number. Drew's like, what? She says, not like get your number, get your number, but I mean get your number in case I need you to give Aiden a ride to the orchard after school. He says, if you wanted to call or text me, all you have to do is ask. She says, oh, forget it. She walks to the car. She gets in the car with Aiden and gives Aiden... And Aiden gives her Drew's phone number. Obviously, Drew gave it to Aiden to give to her before she arrived. So, there it is. There's Trev D's phone number, ladies. 555-0196. <laughs> Aiden asks her if she can go fishing with Drew sometime. She says, well, we'll see. Wait a minute, am I on the right slide? Yeah, okay. Drew's parents are deciding when to tell the kids about their expansion plans. Gramps comes in with six pies he bought at a bakery for the church bake sale. Susan says, you know you're supposed to bake things for a bake sale, not buy them. He says, I know, but I can't bake, and I need to do something to get Miss Francine's attention. Now, have you ever bought baked goods at a store? for a bake sale, and then like put them in a different box so no one would know that you bought them? Come on, fess up. We've all done it. <laughs> Everyone starts to leave and Susan yells out, we are getting baby goats. Drew talks to Della and says, mom and dad are being ridiculous. We need to stop this expansion idea. She says, I think it's great that they are still growing together and still supporting each other, 
and are still in love. Drew tells his students he wants them to write their favorite memory and present it to the class. His friend Jason, the vice principal, comes in and says, I want you to coach basketball. And Drew is not too thrilled about that. Drew goes over to the orchard and literally runs into Laney. Laney says, I'd like to take you up on your offer of driving Aiden here to the orchard after school. Drew says, I would love to, but I'm coaching basketball now after school. Why doesn't Aiden come to basketball with me? Oh, wait, what's Amanda saying? Baby goats are always a crowd pleaser. <laughs> yeah, I think they had a donkey, too. I think I saw a donkey there later on in the film. Drew is in the kitchen getting some milk or some apple cider or something like that. And we get some nice shots of his biceps while he and his dad have a nice scene. Drew says, you shouldn't expand the business. His dad reminds him that he, Drew, is the one who told them that they should go into the cider business. His dad tells him the future isn't for us to worry about. It is in God's hands. So we do get a mention of God in this movie. He also says, you should stop running away from people and places. I think, I think you, you, you would be a lot happier. Oh, wait, what's Riley saying? Riley says yes to the donkey and goats. Yeah, I thought I saw a donkey in there. We see everyone at the bake sale. Guys checking out Miss Francine. Laney and Drew have a seat in the backyard and talk about life. She wants to know what happened with him and Rachel. He says, we had our life all planned out, but after a couple of years, we changed. No, no, you didn't know. No, he, you didn't change, Drew. Rachel did. Because women change, men don't. Isn't that right, ladies? A woman marries a man thinking that he will change, but doesn't. And a man marries a woman thinking she won't change, but she does. At least, that's what I've heard. Miss <laughs> Francine tracks down Grandpa and says, I see your baked goods were a big hit. You sold out. She says, you must be some baker. I need to get your recipes. He says, that would be great. She says, how about Monday morning? And he's like, uh, 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 Monday morning? She says, I can't wait for you to show me how you made that maple apple upside down cake. After she leaves, Grandpa grabs his phone and asks Siri how to make a maple apple upside down cake. <laughs> Grandpa's pretty funny. I liked him, but I think he's going to get caught. Then we see Drew in the guest room. He gets the guitar out of the cabinet, starts playing it while his mother looks on from the hallway. Drew explains to Jason why Aiden is sitting in the bleachers and watching basketball practice because he has to give him a ride to the orchard. Then Jason gets on his case and says, you like the mom, don't you? Drew asks one of the kids to ask Aiden if he wants to join them on the court, but Aiden doesn't want to. Drew asks Aiden why he doesn't want to play basketball, and Aiden says, I'm too short. So Drew tells him, if you're having trouble making friends, try to do what I did when I was a kid. Make jokes. He says, that's how Jason and I became friends. So this was another good scene between uh, Drew and, and Aiden. 
Drew takes Aiden to the orchard. Lainey says to Drew, I saw a video of you playing the guitar and singing. She says, why don't you start playing again? He says, well, I did play the other night because I felt inspired. She asks, what inspired you? <laughs> he looks at her and smiles, and she looks back and smiles. Then we see Drew pushing an old pickup truck. Why? I have no idea. Is the truck out of gas? Will it not start? Or is it a non-running truck that they just use for decorations? I don't know. I couldn't quite figure, figure out what was going on in, in this scene. But you know what? I don't care. This was a fun scene. It was beautifully shot. And you can't have a Riley Weston movie without an old pickup truck. <laughs> and I'm sure the Dono fans didn't mind seeing Trevor with his sleeves pulled up and his biceps and shoulders bulging. But yeah, this scene confused me at first, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that this was a non-running truck that they just used for decorations. That's what, that's what I imagine. Oh, Amanda says all, all of the, all of the above work for me. The truck was awesome. Yeah, the truck is awesome. Oh, Riley says, dang straight. That must've been about seeing, seeing Trevor's biceps and shoulders. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I love how they put that in there. We see the fam sitting down for dinner with Laney and Aiden joining them. Gramp sits down and says, we have an emergency. I don't know how to bake. He tells them about his baking date he has with Miss Francine, and they offer no help. Then we get a nice scene between Drew and Lainey out on the front porch. He fesses up to her and tells her he was inspired to play, excuse me, the guitar again because of her. They go in for a kiss but get interrupted by Gramps. Gramps tells Drew everyone is requesting a concert. Then we get a mini concert of Drew playing and singing the guitar. And he's playing a song that Trevor wrote for the film called Fields of Gold. And yeah, it was great to see Trevor sing in this movie. I was surprised, though, that Jessica didn't sing. I thought maybe when the, when the movie was announced, I thought maybe they would do a duet together since uh, she's also a musician. What's Riley saying? Yep, just for decorations. Oh, you must be referring to the truck, right? I assume that's what she's. I'm I assume that's what she's referring to. Then we get the cute baking date with Grandpa and Miss Francine. She asks him if he has been baking his entire life. <laughs> he says, "Oh no, I just started the pastry chefing recently." <laughs> pastry chefing. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> And old Miss Francine picks up on that line and she says, pastry chefing, huh? She begins asking for directions on how to bake this cake. And he fesses up and says, I don't know how to bake. She says, I know those pies and cakes you bought, you brought uh, to the bake sale were mine. I supply the, ba the bakery with my baked goods. She says, next time you want to ask me out on, out on a date, just ask. Now, Riley said during the Dishing with the Dono fans Instagram Live uh, a few days ago, that in this scene there was originally going to be an exploding bag, bag of flour that was going to, like, explode. Gramps was going to try to open it, and it was going to explode all over Gramps for a little funny uh, physical comedy there. But I guess the 
the production company didn't want to do it. Oh, wait a minute. Who, who was, wait a minute. Riley says she was cast a few days before shooting. Who are you talking about? Are you talking about Miss Francine? Is that who you're talking about? Now, Riley also mentioned, oh, wait. Is that who you're talking about? Oh, what do you got here? Loved both Trevor and Riley's original song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were good. Jessica. Jessica. Is Jessica, wait, who's Jessica? Is Jessica Miss Francine? Jessica was cast a few days before the shoot. Okay, all right. Barry convinces Drew to ask Lainey out. Drew says, hey, Lainey, would you like to have dinner with me tonight? She says, oh, no. Oh, wait. Oh, Lowndes. Oh, Jessica. Oh, I see what Riley's saying. Jessica. Oh, was cast a few days before the shoot. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, she's saying that's why Jessica. Oh, which is why Jess didn't sing with Trevor. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Now I get it. Okay. Sorry, when you said Jessica, I, I thought you were—I thought you were talking about one of the characters in the movie. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't remember Jessica being in the movie. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, Amanda's saying here, wow, that was a great choice. Loved seeing them together. Plus the nine hundred two one zero, yeah, reunion opportunity. Yeah, that was cool. Maybe maybe they can sing together in a future film. Yeah. All right, so Barry convinces Drew to ask Lainey out. Drew says, hey, Lainey, you want to have dinner with me tonight? She says, oh, no. I mean, yes, but I want to cook for you. Drew says, great, it's a date. No, then he says, not a, not a date date, but a nighttime get-together event, <laughs> which sounds like a date to me. She says, it's a date, but, but a non-date. Now, who are they kidding They've already had an interrupted kiss, so this is definitely a date. Then we see them on their non-date, sitting on Lainey's couch, drinking hot apple cider. He says, you know, I never do this. She says, I don't either. It's been a long time since I wanted to date anyone. Now, wait a minute. Rewind. <laughs> they just agreed in the previous scene. That this was not a date, but now they're calling it a date. <laughs> These two need to make up their mind. I think the apple cider is messing with their heads. <laughs> Lainey opens up about what happened uh, to Aiden's father. She says they were young when they got together, and it just didn't work out. He asks her out on a second date, and she says yes. Oh, okay. Now we get another good scene coming up here. Next morning, Drew and Gramps share their date experiences. Drew takes Lainey and Aiden fishing on the lake where he used to fish when he was a kid. Now, Cricket from Dishing with the Dono fans pointed out that on this lake, the water was not moving at all during this scene. Now, I didn't notice it when I first watched the movie the first time, but on the second watch, I had, I had to pay closer attention. And yeah, she's right. I did notice it the second time. The water on the lake does not move at all. So I'm guessing the lake 
was probably green screen or photoshopped in there or something. I don't know, but it looked pretty authentic because, like I said, I didn't even notice it the first time I watched it. But you know what's great about a green screen or photoshopped lake? They are the best because there's no bugs, there's no seaweed, there's no lake smells, uh, although the fishing is not that great. <laughs> not good for fishing. <laughs> We get a cool picnic shot here of Lainey and Drew with autumn leaves in the background. I love this right here, this picture here in this scene. Drew tells her he, he got Aiden a fishing pole for his birthday, something to remember him by when he leaves. Then they talk about Drew leaving when he gets a new job. So yeah, like I said, this was a great scene, very picturesque. And I love Drew and Lainey talking uh, while they're watching Aiden fish. Oh, wait, what's Amanda saying in the chat here? It's the obligatory non-date date. It's a thing. Yeah, I guess it's supposed to take pressure off the evening get-together. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> Jen asks Lainey how the big date with Drew went. She says it was fabulous, but I don't think he's serious. <laughs> of course he's not serious. He's leaving in a week, girl. <laughs> Lainey tells her, you can't just date me and have it be casual for a few weeks. Not with Aiden. Well, if that's the case, then why did you agree to go out with him in the first place? She does redeem herself, though, at the end of this scene. When she says she would like him to stay, but doesn't want to give him an ultimatum. Well, I hope not. Because if you did that, you'd be a horrible person. No, don't be doing that. That wouldn't be cool. Then we see Aiden at basketball practice making friends by being funny. The one kid asks him to throw him the ball. But Aiden says, I can't hear you from down here because I'm vertically challenged. Even though he's the same height as the kid who asked him to throw him the ball. <laughs> I think maybe they should have gotten a taller child actor for the role of the kid on the basketball court. So I think that line would have been maybe a little bit more effective because they were nearly the same, same height, I believe. But the humor works, and the kid asks him to play ball with them. Drew's buddy Jason tells him he recommended him for a job at a prep school in California. And Drew is bummed out by this. And Jason says, hey, what's up? I thought you'd be excited. He says, I thought I would be too. My plan was to leave, but maybe I should change my plan. Oh, Nina wants to know in the chat, did Trevor play basketball? No, Trevor never played basketball. Just the kids did. Lainey says to Drew, Aiden is having dinner over at his friend's house. You want to come over and have dinner and help me prepare for Aiden's birthday party? Drew says, I would love to, but I have a job interview. Now, the next question out of her mouth should have been, why do you have a job interview at night? At least that would have been my next question. She must not care. She asks, is this job in Chestnut Hollow? Drew says no, but he doesn't tell her where it is because at this moment, he decides to become a poor communicator and not tell her what state the job is in. This is obviously to set up the conflict part of the movie which is going to come later. 
Now, Jessica does a good job here with her facial expressions. Look at the look on her face in that picture on the right. Yeah, Lainey does not look happy here. And then we, oh, let's see. Then we are at Aiden's birthday party. Jason, Jason shows up with Jen, Lainey's friend. And this took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting to see those two together. I wonder when that all happened. Lainey asks Jason how Drew's interview went. And he spills the beans and lets her know it was a job in California. Or it was for a job in California. Drew shows up with Aiden's birthday gift and Lainey attacks him. She gets mad because he got a job offer in California, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because she already knew he was going to leave. They talked about it on their picnic date. But I guess she wasn't expecting the job to be so far away. I guess she was expecting the job to be in Texas, like within driving distance of Chestnut Hollow, probably. That's what I would guess. Drew then gets a call from the California school and they offer him the job. He says, sounds like the perfect job for me. I'll take it. Oh, this scene right here. Time for the kids to give their speech in front of the class about their favorite memory. We get an emotional scene when Aiden goes up with the fishing pole that Drew, Drew got him for his birthday. He says his favorite memory is about his favorite person. He describes all the things that he and Drew have done over the past couple weeks and all the things Drew taught him. He says, Drew will be leaving soon, but having him in my life has been my favorite memory. Oh, my gosh. Grab your Kleenex when you watch this scene because you're going to need it. I got choked up. It was a really sweet scene. Loved it. Later that day at the orchard, Drew and Aiden talk about the speech he gave in class. Aiden asks, are you really leaving? Drew says, well, I was going to. But after your speech today, I realize I can't. So I guess he's going to stay, even though he won't have a job because his substitute teaching contract is up. Now, this scene, I think this scene should have occurred in the car while Drew was driving um, Aiden to the orchard after school because he's been doing that. But maybe Laney picked him up on that day. Who knows? Either that or... The director didn't want an interior car scene, and he wanted this scene to be filmed at the orchard. Then we get the big ending scene at the grand reopening. Della announces she is going to stay at the orchard and help Laney create marketing ideas. Drew gets up on stage with his guitar and sings a song, The Road to You. That's a song that Riley Weston wrote, uh, the writer of the movie. And it was a quick one, though. I wanted to hear more of it. I think we got about a minute of the song. It felt like 30 seconds. I was like, whoa, that was awful quick. I wanted to hear more of that one. Drew tells Laney he turned down the job offer and apologizes. What he is apologizing for, I have no idea, because he did nothing wrong. She's the one who should be apologizing. He says, I turned down that job offer. I'm staying and I'm moving out of my parents' house. So he turned down a full-time job in California to be unemployed in Chestnut Hollow. Man, the things we do for love. <laughs> they kiss and that is the end.
All right. Ooh, we got Kit Kat in the chat. Ugh, I'm joining late, she says. That's all right. Glad you're here. You can always watch the, the replay of it. So this movie, this was the perfect autumn movie to kick off autumn, I think. If you're looking for a good movie to watch, to get you in, the, in an autumn mood, I say this is the one. And I wish I would have had some apple cider to drink while I was watching this movie. Now, this movie is a little bit different than most of these movies. Because in most of these movies, oh, Nina says she likes my hat. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Nina. I'm a pumpkin hat. So, yeah, this movie is a little bit different. Because in most of these movies, the female actress is always the lead. But not this one. Trevor is definitely, definitely the lead in this film. Jessica was second on the call sheet. The meat cute is cute with uh, Trevor having donut on his face and eavesdropping on Lainey's interview. Let's chat about autumn decorations. There's been a lot of talk on social media about the decorations. Uh, were there too many? Could have been. Were they unrealistic? Maybe. But did I love them? <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> Bring them on. You know, people complain there aren't enough autumn movies, and then we get one, and then people complain that there are too many decorations. I say hogwash. Bring on the decorations. <laughs> That's why we watch the Christmas movies, to see the decorations. And if I'm going to watch an autumn movie, I want to see some autumn decor. So I didn't mind all the leaf garland one bit. In fact, I want to live on that farm. All right, what do we got going on in the chat? Amanda says, it was a very fun and sweet movie, especially for fall. Yes, I agree. Ooh, Nina says, ooh, Nina with the hot take says, OMG, too much. Too much on the decorations, huh? As what she, I know Nina hasn't seen the movie yet, but she's going by these pictures, I'm sure. Yeah. I loved the Drew and Aiden relationship in this movie. How Drew befriended him, spent time with him, and taught him to fish, and helped him make friends. And I know that being a role model for kids is something that is important to Trevor with his work with Team Upstanders. So I love that uh, that was uh, represented in this movie. Thumbs up for that. So good job, Riley, on writing all that into the movie. Oh, Kit Kat is saying there were so many fall decorations, but I loved all the color. Yeah, I loved all the color, too. They provided a great background. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The supporting cast in this movie is really good. The mom and dad, I love their affectionate and loving relation, relationship. Excuse me. I thought they were really cute. Gramps and Miss Francine, I thought they were funny. I really enjoyed their scenes. And Trevor said in the Instagram Live the other night, that the, the actor and actress playing Gramps and Miss Francine, they've known each other like pretty much most of their lives. I guess they were real, they were good friends before they got cast in this movie. So that was pretty cool. That's probably why they had good chemistry. Oh, Riley is saving thank you. But she, but she had nothing to do with those leaves. <laughs> well, I'm sure you told them you wanted a lot of you probably, you told them you wanted leaves and pumpkins and autumn decorations, I'm sure. 
Oh, yeah. Autumn's saying that they, oh, the two actors have known each other for 40 years. Oh, Gramps and Miss Francine. That's cool. Kit Kat says she loved Grandpa. Yeah. Sarah Fisher, who played Della, she was good. Now, you might recognize her. She was on the TV show Degrassi, and she's also been on a few episodes of Heartland. And I recognize her from all the Lifetime movies that she's done. The one thing that I was left wondering, though, is this family business is only open in the fall. So how do the Clarks make money the rest of the year? Maybe their orchard is only open in the fall and the cider mill is open year round. I don't know. But as I was watching the movie, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was wondering. Now, I wish, like I mentioned before, I wish we could have heard more of Riley's song at the end of the movie. Because she sang part of that song on our autumn preview episode that I did with Cricket and Tracy. And I really, really liked that song. So I was hoping to hear more of it. I was a little bummed out. But all we got was one short verse in the chorus. So I'm hoping that uh, someday we get the full version of that song released somewhere. But yeah, this was a fun movie. I definitely enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed interacting and live posting on X with all the Dono fans while the movie was on this past Saturday. The tweets and posts, man, they were flying fast. I couldn't keep up. My phone was going off. My notifications were flying left and right. I was trying to reply to as many comments, comments as I could, but it was tough to, to keep up with all, the, with, all the, with all the posts. Oh, wait, but that's great. That was great that, that, that X was, uh, was popular that night. Great for the movie and great for the network. Oh, Riley says yes to the full version of the song. Yeah, good. I want a copy of that full version of the song. I like that one. And also, I need to thank all the Dono fans uh, with about, thank them for all their social media posts and promotions that they did in promoting this movie and the network. Their, create, their creativity was outstanding. All the reels that they did on Instagram, all the posts they did on X, it was fantastic. And it definitely helped make this movie a success and definitely increased the buzz and made the movie popular. So Dono fans... Thumbs up to you. Thank you for, for doing all that. Oh, Nina's <laughs> what's Nina saying? We rock Dono fans. Yeah, you do. Oh, what what's what's Kit Kat saying here? A local farm does tremendous business during the fall with their pumpkin patch and fall activities. I think they bring in mist of their the the mist of their income for the year in the month of October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when they're popular. Yeah. What's Amanda saying here? I would love if we could order the songs on iTunes or other such places. Yeah, if we could download a version of the song, that'd be great. And what's Kit Kat saying here? The Dono fans did an amazing job promoting. Yeah, you sure did. All right. Okay, where am I in my notes here? Oh, yeah. Let the network know what you thought of the movie. You can get on their website, greatamericanfamily.com. Click at the top where it says movie review. Fill out the form. Let them know what you thought of it. The movie is actually available to stream right now on Great American Pure Flix, and it also re-airs tomorrow night, Saturday, October 7th at 6 o'clock Eastern. Oh, what's, what's Jenna saying here? Gina? 
or is it Jenna? I don't, I don't know. Sorry if I pronounced it wrong. I love the movie and enjoyed the fall theme and activities. Great job, Riley. I also love the songs. Yeah, definitely. The music definitely added added to the movie. So yeah, the movie re-airs again tomorrow night. And also tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern, we have a Swing Into Romance, which stars Danica McKellar and David Hayden Jones. The summary for that movie says, when former dancer Christine returns to her hometown in time for the town's fall festival, she discovers her family's general store is in trouble. In her efforts to save the business, Christine will need to dust off her dancing shoes, face her ex-fiance, and maybe even find love. All right, let's take a look at the trailer. Saturday, October 7th at 8, starring Danica McKellar. When her family needs her most, the bank is hiking the rent in my parents' store. A former dancer is pulled back into the spotlight. The competition prize money would cover the difference in rent, but I'd have to find a new partner. I'll dance with you. Oh, we'd have to train every day, and even then, we'd be a long shot at best. Who doesn't love an underdog? Swing into Romance premieres Saturday, October 7th at 8 on Great American Family. Welcome home. Oh, so I think we're going to get some cute dancing scenes there in that movie. And also, uh, Dan when Danica was on Dancing with the Stars, I believe her Dancing with the Stars dancing partner is also in the movie. So that'll be fun. And as always, you can live post on X while the movie's on using the hashtag swing into romance. And I will see you next week for something. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a recap of that movie. It may be... And an autumn recap with uh, Cricket and Tracy. It may be a Christmas preview episode. I'm not exactly sure what's going to be happening. But I will see you next week. Until then, you keep the faith. Keep smiling. Keep your friends close. Keep your great American family closer. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being in the chat. Bye. Have a good weekend.